Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Your host, Teresa E. Keeves, is a professional mediator, here to educate, inform, enlighten, and inspire everyone about the great benefits in the process of professional mediation to resolve conflicts, disagreements, and disputes relating to business or personal matters. Now, here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to all my listeners out there. Such a beautiful day. I feel very happy and very blessed, and I know that you guys out there are feeling the same way. This is your host, Teresa E. Keys, for Put It All on the Table Through Mediation, airing on the fabulous TalkZone.com internet radio. Okay, I've already said that it's a beautiful morning here that God has given us here in Arizona also known as the Valley of the Sun. And, you know, I always like to start out by talking a little bit about the weather and things like that here. And uh, today, look, guys, it's only going to be 102. Uh, for us, that's that's cool and his gang, okay? When um, I woke up this morning, for example, it was 73 degrees out. Whew, that's a break, okay? And why am I saying, whew, because we've been... 111, 115, and all of that. But now just just know that it is going to creep back up to 111 and 113, you know, next week. So we're enjoying the the, the cool and balmy 73-degree breezes right now. And, uh, you know, I hope your summer is going just great. Mine is. It's just passing by very fast, you know. Look, guys, here in this state, some of the kids here are getting ready to go back to school this month, all right? And others are going back in droves early next month, like um, um, my uh, little granddaughter starts on the 3rd, and then the, her brother starts on the 5th. They're back in school already. And, you know, I I, I do remember that, you know, like when we were, um, you know, in, in school and, um you know, we had, you know, like a full three months of summer vacation. But, you know, I guess gone are those days, huh? It's like, you know, you're off for a little bit and get back to it, which, you know, actually is is a good thing because a lot of the kids, you know, um, I, I, I feel are not, you know, um, you know, they don't have a lot to do during the summer. So, you know. Uh, you don't want to ha- want them to have an idle mind. That's not good. <laughs> so uh, for a lot of parents, I know that they're happy that their kids are going back to school. OK. I want to talk to you guys about um, something that uh, that is for all of us here in Arizona familiar with Camelback Mountain. And it's a famous mountain where many hikers from near and far come to trek and look at its beautiful surroundings. Unfortunately, many people do not know the dangers, okay, of hiking on mountains such as Camelback Mountain. And unfortunately, they perish as a result of not knowing or they have to be rescued because they become uh, so dehydrated. Um, Recently, a woman uh, went missing on the mountain. And every time I hear a report like that, you know, my heart just drops and I always have hope that maybe they just got uh, dehydrated or maybe they just took a, you know, a wrong turn, you know, down the wrong path or something, and they would be found. Unfortunately, this woman was found, but she had lost her life on the mountain. 
Um, the reports say that she was a big a visitor from England. It's a very sad ending for this person. And in the wake of all of this, I want to remind, you know, people here in Arizona, you know, to go, you know, when you guys are going hiking to please, please, please have plenty of water with you your and your cell phone, you know, and other and other Things that's that's needed for when you're going this hike. And this is serious, it's serious business. It's fun, but yet it's serious as well. Then the experts were saying, for example, in a report yesterday, that you need to have 32 ounces of water per hour to drink. And you should even take more. If you think that you're going to be up there for two hours, then you need to take more water. Always take more. They're saying 32 ounces, but the lady did say even additional water would be great. You know, as you are there, particularly here in Arizona with this heat. So I just want to say to you guys out there um, on Camelback Mountain. Hi, you guys on Camelback Mountain. I just want you to be careful and mindful of what you are doing as you are hiking um, on this mountain and any other mountain uh, that that uh, people are hiking on here in uh, here is country. And to just be sure that you're mindful of, of, of what it is that's needed um, as you're doing your, your fabulous hike. Okay, let's move on. Well, um, I have a, a, a couple of, of, of things that, that I'd like to, to mention to you, um, you know, right now. And, um, um, I, you know, I was in the store. I, I just want to say this before I go on. I was in the store the other day. And they already have, in Target particularly, they already have the school supplies. I mean, it is stocked from the floor to the ceiling. I was just, oh, my goodness. It was just, and the parents were there like they were, you know, giving <laughs> supplies, you know, free or uh, away or something. But, wow, I guess that's a, another indication that, yeah, they are they are back in school. Okay. So what are we talking about today, Teresa? Well, Today's topic of discussion is employment mediation. Have you noticed? And my guest today is the always smart and intelligent and insightful Reginald C. Campbell, also known as Reginald Cedric Campbell, also known as my brother. He is a therapist for helping associates located here in Arizona. And uh, he is actually going to share with us, before we talk about the subject at hand, what he does for this organization. As some of you out there may know, and some of you may not know. So I thought it would be good to have, uh, you know, uh, for him to talk about what he does in his profession. And um, so we're going to talk with my brother, you know, for a moment. And then... We are going to talk about employment mediation being beneficial in the workplace. And the reason I say have you noticed, guys, is because you don't hear much about the going on within our organizations, such as bullying and gossip. That is a definite destroyer for a lot of the talent that organizations have acquired. And I know that is still happening. And as I recently mediated a case and the conversations that I have with people as we are talking and and they mention their employee and what's going on and the employers um, seem to um, maybe have a, a closed ear, blind eye, um, or maybe they don't have sufficient um, 
you know, tools to handle the situation or maybe they just don't know. But I can tell you that this bullying and this gossip combined with the social media is just off the chain. Now, my promo says that with the constant changes in how individuals view their positions that they hold at their employer has definitely changed within the last several decades. That is definitely true. Employers are experiencing challenges with employees that were not so prevalent back in the day, you know, well over a couple of decades ago. Likewise, employees are experiencing difficulty as well with issues that they too did not have to deal with as they are working for their organization. For example, bullying on the job is not talked about much as of late. However, bullying is still very prominent within today's organization structure. And furthermore, guys, bullying combined with malicious gossip and lack of correct management, that's keep that in mind, management, we are going to talk about that, me and my brother, are at the top of the list that is the causations for a large number of people leaving their employment and in the midst of it all, lawsuits are abound because of it. This is where employment mediation can be a big help in assisting organizations to resolve these issues more expeditiously by having a phenomenal professional mediator on call, such as myself. We are also going to talk about the part that social media plays in this as well. Okay? Now, I would like to mention a couple of items prior to getting on with my discussion and bringing my brother on. NPR reported today that the Confederate battle flag that has flown in a prominent spot at South Carolina State House for more than 50 years is close to being furled and put in a museum after the state's House of Representatives backed a bill early this morning that would put the flag in a relic room. After more than 12 hours of debate, the final vote was 94 to 20. Governor Nikki Haley measurement to law today called it a new day in South Carolina. As quiet as kept, guys, I think that a lot of people, including myself, are happy to see us as a nation moving on. Let's just move on. That's that for that. Okay. Here is, um, and here is something else that is um, important. Okay. It's another report that I read that the Western States endurance run in the world, in the world's oldest 100 mile race and among its toughest runners began the race in Squaw Valley, California. Shout out to all of you there in California listening to me. Climb more than 18,000 feet and descends nearly 23,000 feet. They reached the final line in Auburn, California. Now, this year's male winner was Rob Carr, 38, of Flagstaff, Arizona. Hi, Rob. Congratulations. Who completed the course in 14 hours, 48 minutes, 59 seconds. That's an incredible time. But the loudest cheers at the finish line on Sunday were reserved for 70-year-old Gung Hill Swanson of Spokane Valley, Washington. With just 90 seconds left before the 30-hour cutoff time and 300 meters to go in the 100.2-mile race on Sunday, guys, Guildhead Swanson dug deep to become the oldest woman to complete the course in a time of 29 hours, 59 minutes, and 54 seconds. 
I'm just going to give her a hand right now. I mean, really, listen, a lot of us out there, and particularly those of us who have been here for a shorter time than she, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're grunting and moaning when we're doing our work. <laughs> really? Look, guys, that's fantastic, isn't it? All I'm going to say is you go, girl. Okay. All right. We're done with that. What I'm going to say now is that he is a therapist here in Arizona working for helping associates now for about two months. I think he, uh, is, um, he is recent here to the state as he was participating, uh, as he was practicing his profession in the state of Illinois for well over two decades. He is off the chart with his educational and experience in the social work field. He is extremely knowledgeable in helping to talk individuals down out of suicide. He is a great brother. He is my brother, Rachel Cedric Campbell, and good morning to you, brother. Good morning, and good morning to everyone, and I'm drinking my water right now. Woohoo! All right, then. So how is your morning now getting, getting started so far? Are you up and feeling good, ready to go? So far, so good. I'm um, looking forward to the day. Um, that's nice. It's going to be a little cooler. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take it. And, okay. Um, I still can do it with warm than the cold, so if it goes up to 108 again, I don't care. That's better than 10 below. So, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the shovel in the snow and all of that, you know, you you know once you're once you're here for a, a, a for a while you know you become acclimated of course to the to all of the you know the the heat and everything here then you know you you're 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 good to go you know I think it's a beautiful place uh, to live you know and you know you just do your thing and and we're all cool in this game now you know what brother I'm going to have to take a break uh, right here but when we come back um, I want to engage in conversations with you about what it is that you do for helping an associates, and I'm sure you'll be open to explaining that to me and, and our listeners, okay? So okay. stay, all right then, so stay tuned, you guys. Go warm up your tea and coffee and come back with me. Do you know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidents is in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, impartiality, and given a platform to be heard, give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keyes at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. Now it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. 
Welcome back with me. Um, my name is Teresa E. Keeves, and I have my um, brother on the on the show here, and and uh, he is a, a frequent um, guest here on my show for all of you who who listen to me. Now, before we took a break, I uh, introduced my fabulous brother, and uh, he is a therapist uh, for helping associates uh, that is located here in Casa Grande, um, Arizona, and I want him to. Um, talk a bit about what it is that you do for um, helping associates. And it, and did I get that right, Reginald, that you have been with them now for about two months? It's, yeah, it's about two months, maybe a little more than two months, but it definitely feels like six months or a year or something. <laughs> um, it's, really, it's really a great place to work. Um, mm-hmm. And just a shout out to Dr. Uh, John McGillicuddy and Dr. S, uh, Dr. Strada and and my uh, direct supervisor, Dr. John Arnold, uh, who are just really fantastic people and um, it's really great to work with. Uh, yeah, Dr. Arnold and I once, um, maybe about maybe a month ago, we were talking and, and we were both saying, boy, it seems like we've been here much longer. Uh, and, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. is such a need you know because a lot of families do not you know do not know how best to deal with issues that arise in their you know within their family structure such as if their kids decide to go the you know the the negative way the downward way of dealing with drugs and you know uh you know and other harmful harmful actions and but um you um, are one of these individuals to, who can help guide them uh, to the best help that they need. You can uh, strategize with them. You can talk with them. So, and it's it's it's, it's very is much needed now. Kind of like jump the gun because I was going to say 
that, um, you know, a lot of our listeners out there, you know, are interested in what you do and that you're needed source. So um, if someone wants to contact you, could you give them the number um, right now here on helping the so I'm sorry, helping associates phone number right now so that they could contact you and um, uh, reach out to you should they need assistance? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, two things. Uh, I'll give them my personal cell number um, and as well as um, the number to help and associates. Um, uh, I am able to uh, do one-on-one therapy with, with clients. Uh, I'm not able to charge through um, insurance because I have not received uh, my license yet, uh, my Arizona license. Uh, however, I'm still able to do uh, one-on-one therapy or group therapy um, and charge on a, a scale. Uh, so mm-hmm. my phone number is 480-309-7374. Again, that's 480-309-7374. And the number to help an associate um, that number is 520-836-1029, 520-836-1029. And you can ask for Dr. John McGillicuddy, that's Dr. John McGillicuddy, or Dr. Susan Arnold, and that's Dr. Susan Arnold, and that's Health and Associate, a professional counseling firm. And uh, we do fantastic, all uppercase, fantastic work. And which I can uh, I can attest to that because I I have I know I know Dr. Arnold um, you know before and um, I've also have met and talked with uh, Dr. McGillicuddy very very nice uh, people very um, open people very spiritual people very professional people okay thank you for that information Reginald I think that's good you know to to get you out there and to refresh our listeners exactly it, you know what it is that that you do in in our world to help people all right now moving on we're going to start on our on our topic of today employment mediation have you noticed and earlier in my show, I gave the explanation of why I say have you noticed is because have you noticed that it's not a lot of talk about um, if the, 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 you know, the, the negativity that's going on with the in the uh, world of em- employment uh, because it's being overshadowed by so many other things. You know, the you know, the um, what's going on in um, in Washington um uh, or what's you know and and the confederate flag and the you know the the shootings and things like this but this is also a very important topic you know as well so here's a a bit of um uh, of an article you know I do all of my research and things like this for my show and um there's an article by a practitioner whose name is Laura Farrell all right and uh Laura says that um in in her her top, her, I'm sorry, her article is called guys mediation of workplace tips is the wave is the way of the future. All right. Now her article states in part that a major trend emerging on the American employment scene is the creation of workplaces that are more collaborative and less confrontational, more team oriented and less hierarchical. Employers and employees alike are realizing the absurdity of dealing with each other as adversaries when they must produce goods or perform services together. Forward-thinking companies are investigating management and production systems 
that emphasize informed participation, decentralized authority, and expanded responsibility. Consistent with these goals, they are finding that mediation, and I'm going to say that again, they are finding that mediation is the best dispute resolution process. All right? Yes. So now, yeah, that's, hey, that's good for me and for my colleagues out there, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and the reason they're saying that is they're saying that employment litigation is enormously costly in terms of dollars spent, time and energy loss and relationships destroyed. And mediating disputes are as they arise in the workplace can help avoid these costs. You know, when, when companies, Reginald, you know, have a, a, a professional mediator, um, on call who can, you know, um, when there's an issue and diffuse it, you know, right then and there, then of course, mm-hmm. like the things that I just mentioned, loss of mm-hmm. dollars and time and, and, and energy and relationships, all of this can be avoided. If the if the organization such as Miss Farrell is mentioning infuse the process of media professional mediation in, into their dynamics, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, I think that I, I think that's great. There are so many issues in the workplace um, that mediation can can assist, and I'm glad that people are 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 seeing that now. Um, and not automatically calling an attorney, and nothing against the attorney, but a lot of these things can be taken care of uh, with with a mediator. And mm-hmm. actually, last week I was listening to a program, and I can't remember exactly what it was about, um, so I'm sorry about that. And they mentioned mediation, and I thought, you know, okay, because just in this world right now, there's time for people to sit down and talk. We don't need to pull guns first. We don't need to go to war first. Talking and mediating mediating is a wonderful thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll just use the example of how the president has reestablished relations with with the country of Cuba. What what we were doing for the past 50 years, obviously, was not working. I can understand when President Kennedy did what he did at that time, which was needed. That was 50 years ago, and I'm sure if President Kennedy were here, he would probably say, you know what, it's time to move on from that and let's do something different now, because if Mm -hmm. something hasn't worked in 50 years, obviously it's not going to work. So sitting down, talking, having embassy, uh, people being able to exchange goods and services, people being able to see loved ones who they haven't seen in years or maybe have never seen. All of this comes from sitting down and talking slash mediating. Mm-hmm. All of this, you know, to to you know, to be able to get people to sit down and talk, it's just a wonderful thing. I can't I can't push that enough. And and, and I so respect you and, and people who who do that job because Let's just, it's, it's amazing what we can get done by sitting down and talking, sitting down mm-hmm. having a cup of coffee, sitting down over, over dinner. That's why dinner, uh, the family dinner was always so important. That's why so many cultures um, sit down and have dinner and, and, and talk because things come out, problems are, are solved, souls 
our exchange. And so I just think sitting down mediating is a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. Absolutely. And the thing is, is also making sure that, you know, just like with anything else, you know, that you have the correct person who know how to come in and get all of the players together and um, have them sit down and and talk and and take a deep breath because this is uh is you know it's not the same as if you're uh you know going before a judge or and who's gonna you don't know what the outcome is gonna be you don't really have a whole lot of input other than maybe having um you know maybe you're going in pro per which means you're representing yourself or if you're going in uh, with an attorney, which you tell your attorney your side of the story, and then he, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, get all of the information together, and he's talking on your behalf or she's talking on your behalf, you know, I just, right. I just think, I just think that, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good thing that, you know, the push of mediation here. You know, I'm going to have to take another break, but when I return, I want to um, talk with you, Reginald, and um, our listeners out there. Um, a little bit, you know, I want to talk to you more about the workplace um, mediation and the social media um, uh, aspects of it and also a mediation that I heard yesterday that's on this very topic. Stay tuned. Do you have disagreements with your landlord regarding your home or apartment that you are renting? Or have you fallen behind in your HOA payments and you cannot reason with the HOA Association for resolution of your issues? I can assist you. I am an independent professional mediator. My name is Teresa E. Keyes. Give me a call at 480-283-7270. Or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. You do not have to litigate your disagreements. They can be professionally mediated. The process of professional mediation is an effective, efficient, timely, and less costly method for resolving your disputes. Please give me a call for a 0283-7270. You're listening to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning back with me and my fabulous guest, Reginald Cedric Campbell. And we're talking about workplace uh, mediation. And uh, before we left, we were talking about a fabulous um, article that I researched and uh, we're discussing uh, certain portions of it. And the the article is by uh, the practitioner, Laura Farrell, that's F-A-R-R-O-W, Mediation of Workplace Tiffs is the Way of the Future, in case any of you guys want to download and or go online and read it for yourself. And um, so when before we took a break, my brother and I were talking about the great benefits of having a mediator and that things are done differently now. You know, as the old saying goes, uh, Reginald, you know, so how's that working for you? You know, you still want to do the same things that your grandfather and great grand great grandfather were doing. It's just not applicable um, for today's times. And as we, this is just a, as a side note for me, as if you keep doing the same thing and it's not working for you, then that to me is is uh, indicative of um of a mind. You know, our minds not being able to expand. Because we're not looking at anything different in how to resolve 
and or better how to resolve, um, you know, that issue or how to fix something or how to think about something. We want to stay on that same thing. And then in, in more cases than not, uh, when we have that type of mindset, nothing gets done. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's just there, you know, just like with war. I mean, what, I mean, what good is war? It's, it's nothing, you know, is there is no win-win. You know, you hear people say, oh yeah, we won. No, you did not win because there was a lot of people who lost their lives, families torn apart, families devastated on both sides. So how was that a, how was that a win situation? But, um, yeah, yeah well, you yeah. know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and it's time just, it, just as society in, in general, uh, you know, to change the things that we have done. Uh, or the mm-hmm. things that we have have not done, uh, mm-hmm. because I believe everyone is going to have to ask it. I mean, uh, Jesus is going to ask me one day, Reginald, why did you do that? And he's going to ask me, Reginald, why didn't you do that? And then hopefully he'll say, Reginald, I'm glad you did that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we all have to one day ask it for the things that we um, did or didn't do. There's no room to sit on the sidelines. There's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of ways to help people. I mean, even if it's holding the door open for someone as they're coming uh, out of the store or or exiting the store, entering the store, whatever, you know, there's a lot of of kindness and love that can be spread. It doesn't take a lot of effort, but it feels so darn good when you do it. Exactly. And, and you know, and I want to interject before we continue on that it's just a, it's a small acts of kindness that, that, um, you know, means a lot to, to people. You don't have to, um, go out and, um, it's very nice if you could, you know, help someone who's maybe, um, uh, needs some medical, um, um, help, um, as Taylor Swift did for this young woman here in the hospital here in Arizona. And, um, but just by what you're saying, hold the door for someone or, or just telling someone, you know, giving up someone a compliment and, you know, it's, 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 it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now I was as, you know, before we left, um, I was, uh, for our break, I was saying that I recently, you know, had a mediation where, um, the, uh, woman was saying that she was being discriminated against, uh, by her employer and, um, so she uh she also was very adamant um Reginald about wanting to be in separate rooms which is somewhat of what mm-hmm. we talked about before we went on break. Now every yeah. mediator have their own style of how they do things. You know everybody have their own style of how they do things but I'm talking about mediation right now. And uh, and and um so my style is that I want you right there across from one another. You know because for me as I look at it, if you're in this room, they're in that room. Mediation, as I have referred to it many times on my show, and I do refer to it in my practice as well as being the softer side of Sears, is the softer side of the court um, uh, resolution process. So if that is if that is the case, looking at it from a uh, from a common sense and professional point of view, if you're have if you have all of this separation. Then this, you still have very, it, to me, it's a very, it's still much a very adversarial flavor. Yeah. And yeah. adversarial is not going, is not at all introduced 
in my mediation sessions, you know. So um, um, I, I, I did allow the lady, and I did tell her, I says, well, you know, she says, I just want to, you know, get my side of the story out, and then you can bring her back in, which I didn't see the sense in that, but, you know, okay, I'm like, okay, fine. So mm-hmm. I, I separated uh, them for a little bit, but then got them back together. What had happened um, uh, with this case, Reginald, is that it wasn't about mm-hmm. discrimination at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it was about was gossip on the job. Oh. It was mal- it was malicious gossip and she's uh-huh. listening, yeah, you know, she's listening to what the what the maintenance crew. Now mm-hmm. this is a woman, she is um her position uh she was up on the ladder there. She, her position was mm-hmm. um um she was managing a lot of yeah. um uh apartment complexes. So she would go around, you know, to, you know, so she she was supervisor. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. she was supervisor. So she would go around, she had employees working under her and so forth and so on. But she's listening to the maintenance crew tell her, oh, no. you know, all kind of things that her boss, who, by the way, Reginald, is in California. <laughs> okay? okay. And and that, yeah, and that they're saying about her. I mean, so she wasn't using her thinking cap, unfortunately, at all yeah. in this case. Yeah. And she allowed the gossip to run her out of her position, you know, and yeah, so she, and, and it's, and you know, she's like Wendy Williams says, she's a woman of a particular age. And so Mm -hmm. you would think that she would have more of the, or that she, you know, the hope is you would think that she would have more of the wherewithal to handle that. Now on the other side of it, Having been in the corporate world and things myself for, you know, you know, like three decades before I came on this side of the, of, of the profession is that mm-hmm. the manager knew about the malicious gossip that was going on as she did advise her of it. The lady mm-hmm. did, uh, her boss did tell her that I'm going to come in and have a meeting and I'm going to meet with everyone. None of this was ever done. Nothing was ever done. So it was two things going on that was wrong there. Bad management, okay, yeah. and and gossip, you know, malicious yeah. gossip, you know. Yeah, yeah and that's, that was, that. yeah. And so, I mean, you have to really think about these things, you know, um, out there. And um, so that's a good segue into what I want to put in next with the workplace um, discussion is social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, although this wasn't done to her on social media, it was done, what I'm going to say, straight face. However, um, it still, you know, is relational to social media because social media plays a big part of the bullying and malicious gossip <clears throat> about employees, mm-hmm. excuse me, and or the employer. All right. And it's, 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 just totally ridiculous. Now, there's an article titled, Yes, You Can Be Fired for Social Media Posts and You Have No Recourse. Yeah. <laughs> I love that title. Love I love that title, Reginald. Yes. It. Now, this is this is an article July of this year by Eric Tiger. All right. Now, he's he's um, uh, from Lake Charles, Louisiana, and he says that despite what you believe, freedom of speech does not shield you from consequences for things you post online. 
You may remember video, you may remember a video of a man named Adam Smith berating a Chick-fil-A employee back in 2012 when the restaurant chain's president expressed support for traditional marriage. And he says, I don't know how you live with yourself and work here. I don't understand it, Smith says. Smith is heard saying in the video, Chick-fil-A is a hateful corporation. And, and it goes on to say, Smith followed by saying, um, well, it says, I disagree. We don't treat any of our customers differently. The employee replies, Smith follow. I know, but the corporation gives money to hate groups. Okay. Smith now, he is a highly compensated chief financial officer of an Arizona based medical device manufacturer at the time and thought he was being bold by posting the interaction online in an attempt to shame the company. Okay. What he learned instead, Reginald and my listeners out there, is that it was stupid, S-T-O-O-P-E-D with two O's out there, okay, and cost him his career. Yeah. It cost him his career. Smith was fired shortly after, and to this day, he is struggling to find meaningful work. Mm. I mean, come on, guys, really. It's enough that our kids are on social media saying negative things. These are grown-ups. These are grown-ups. And once you reach a particular age, I'm going to take that, that that coin and use it from Wendy Williams right now. But once you reach a particular age, you should know, you should, emphasis on should, know better not not to do this. I mean, you have people who are employed. And they leave the employer, and we've discussed this on earlier shows before, and a brother. But, um, you know, people leave their employer because of the yeah. things that are, are being said about them on social media. Yeah. I mean, well, well, you know, first of all, when will people learn that, um, when you put stuff out there in social media, everybody sees it? Okay, there's no such thing as, oh, you're going to say this and then nobody else will know it. No, everybody knows it, people, okay, when you put it out there. And mm-hmm. you, you should have you should have better sense than that. Um, there was, uh, this was a couple weeks ago, a teacher was was uh, terminated uh, for making uh, racial comments. This was the situation when the police came into that pool party and the police officer was manhandling the 13-year-old girl um, in the bikini, and he said that he felt that he was threatened by her, you know, he was threatened by a 13-year-old girl in a bikini. I don't know if she had a bazooka or something that she could hide in her bikini. So this uh, teacher came out with the, you know, really ugly racial comment, and the next day she was terminated. Of course, mm-hmm. when she started getting backlash, she apologized, the typical apology. Well, I should have thought about such and such. And after reading her uh, her rant, um, she was saying, well, now, if you don't like what I'm saying, complain, let me know. Well, that's exactly what people did. And not only did other people do it, but the superintendent and the school board read it as well. And so she uh-huh. was So people need to understand this social media stuff. If you mm-hmm. want to say ugly things, disparaging things about people, um, people are going to read it. 
and mm-hmm. uh, people need to be careful because your employer may be on social media checking to see what you're saying as well. If you're saying Is- disparaging things about the company, employees, or or other people, so they mm-hmm. really need to be careful about that. And as you're saying, at a particular age, you know, get off Facebook. Seriously, you know, oh, get, crying get, out loud. You know, Get on Facebook, get a hobby, <laughs> run, lift some weights, play, play backgammon or, or, you know, whatever. But get off the social media stuff. Exactly, exactly. Because, listen, and I'm sure they know this, but I'm going to say it because once it's out there, it's out there. Out there. Now, here's here's the here, yeah here's the thing, Reginald. One thing that Miss um, Farrell, another thing that she mentioned in her article about mm-hmm. workplace is that uh, managers, and I talked about this before. Managers are are uh, a lot of companies are equipping managers in how to recognize and deal with um, uh, you know disputes and conflicts and disagreements. Um, among the individuals that they manage, okay? And all of this, of course, is done because they don't want to get involved in, you know, long, drawn-out, costly lawsuits and things of this nature. Now, she says that um, many human resource professionals have been mediating workplace differences for years, generally informally and often without appropriate recognition or value accorded to their efforts, Okay. Some of these managers are now seeking mediation training in order to be able to provide a more formal, structured mediation process to co-workers in conflict. As their understanding of the mediation process deepens, these managers are also finding that they are, that there are some disputes in which they cannot function as effective mediators, no matter how skilled they are. Sometimes one or both parties cannot trust another company employee to be neutral or maintain confidentiality. That that that's the that's the other caveat. If you have yeah. a, an individual, um, uh, you know, because come on, we know. All right, there's an issue. You go to human resource and blah 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 blah. You know, and they they talk, and actually nothing is really done because the circumstances. Has not been has not been cauterized. It hasn't stopped, and right. the in, you know, and so it still goes on. And this and it's just it's you know it's it's just totally ridiculous. We're going to take a a break right here right now, uh, brother. This is my last break, and then when I come back, I want to finish discussing uh, the points that I I want to make to this. Okay, stay tuned. Do you know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidences in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, 
impartiality, and given a platform to be heard. Give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keys at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. Welcome back to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation. Here again, Teresa E. Keeves. Hello there, guys and my brother. Thank you for returning with me. Before we left, we were talking about um, the management and um, within the organizations and um, that um, um, we know we do understand that uh, human resource, if there's an issue in the organization, you can go down and talk to a human resource personnel individual. But here, here, here's, the, here's the caveat to that. As the article said, and I'm going to repeat it, sometimes one or both parties cannot trust another company employee to be neutral or to maintain confidentiality. That right there is, 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 is an issue. It goes on to say, both of which are essential to a successful mediation. In these cases, managers are bringing in outside professional mediators, especially where the dispute could end up in litigation if not resolved. This assistance is well worth its relativity low cost. Amen to that. Okay. Um, it, you know, if it is, if it is not your profession, you know, as I discuss with people, you know, we all have been, um, uh, 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 ingrained with what it is that we do best. You know, we do some things yeah. great. We do some things good. We're all okay about it. You know, you and I had that discussion last night, but, yeah. but um, uh, people who are, you know, multifaceted, that's great too, because I am and you are and a lot of my listeners out there are as well. However, there are certain things that you are great at. And, right. and I, and I feel that, I feel that, that, that organizations, uh, hopefully that, you know, if there's any people who are over organizations and, and you guys are listening to us out there, that, you know, you, you, um, you know, you're understanding what it is that, that we're talking about because this is very costly and it's not going to go away and it's only going to get worse if you don't do something about it. There needs to be, um, more stringent rules and regulations about bullying, about social media, um, posts that are, that are put, you know, out there. Here's one thing that, that, that I was thinking. Uh, Reginald, I was thinking that when an employee is hired and or you, you have employees in your organization right now, that there is some type of uh, document, uh, an agreement, contract, whatever, um, that individuals sign and they are they are uh, warned about the uh, consequences of, of putting negative, um, uh, negative, you know, negative uh, uh, uh the sayings about other employees and or the employer, what will happen uh, should they do that, and, you know, bullying and any and all other negative, you know, stealing or whatever, any of all other negative right. things, sign it so that they can say, oh, well, you know, I didn't know because, you know, you'll get a lot of people that will say, oh, I didn't know this and the other. I think I like uh, uh, getting at the situation you know, firsthand, I like educating people right then and there. This is our policies and procedures. So if they don't like the policies and procedures of the organization, then, you know, you, you are free not to take the position that I am, that I am, um, that I'm offering you, you know, but, uh, but yeah. uh, so what, do you think, what do you think about uh, what I just said? 
Yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. I know some organizations. I've heard of some organizations that are doing that. Um, mm. That are uh, letting employees and prospective employers employees know um, that you know anything negative said on social media about um, uh, employees or, or the company, uh, you know, can lead to uh, consequences. And and I think uh, that that's a good thing as, as well. And as I was saying before before the break, uh, that, you know, people, employees look at, they search social media. They do, to, to see what people are, are saying. Um, I know uh, when I was in graduate school, one of the professors uh, looked on um, American Counseling Association. I'm a member of the you know, ACA. and saw some negative mm-hmm. things that a student was saying about the school and professor on the ACA website. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not not good, and you know, person did receive some some consequences. So, um, if if you have a complaint or you know, legitimate complaint, things like that, there are legitimate steps that that people should take, and they and they should find out those steps. They should know those steps. Uh, but please, people, be careful about what you say about people and organizations and things on social media because it can't come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's, there's so many, so many, so many other things that, that, um, you know, that you can do with, with your time and, and with your life and, and, um, you know, things like that. You know, we have about three, we have about three minutes, brother. So, um, I want to, uh, I want to get in a, uh, you know, a, a couple of more things, uh, very, very quickly. Um, we're talking about, um, um, employment, um, uh, you know, mediation and, and things like this, you know, and, um, and, and not only with the, you know, do you need to have a, a great mediator, you know, to diffuse the situation? The mediator needs to be, um, educated in how to, you know, how to recognize it, um, when to, you know, call caucus or whatever it is that they do and settle the matter. You know, don't let it be an right. all day thing. You- right. You know, not going to continue this and, you know, so forth and so on. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it, like I was telling you about the one that I recently had, it was about a bunch mm-hmm. of gossip, a bunch of silliness, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, um, the individual, uh, was coming in asking for gobs of money, uh, from the employer, which the, yeah. uh, the employer refused. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, you know, people, they don't, you know, they just kind of do things, you know, willy nilly. Um, yeah. I would like to, yeah, I, you know, so, um, employment mediation is very important, um, because if, if you, you know, if you have a lot of, um, uh, negative stuff going on, you know, you're losing money, uh, you're losing time, you're going to lose a lot of good talent because people, you know, are serious about their jobs. They want to come there, make money, take care of themselves and take care of their families. They're not mm-hmm. there for a lot of foolishness. You know, some people are. Right. Um, unfortunately, Reginald come there yeah. and they have a lot of foolishness on their mind. But, you know, mm-hmm. for the, for the most part, you know, people, um, um, you know, they, they just want to come and do what it is that they need to do and, you know, and, and right. leave. Yeah. Right. So brother, listen, I certainly appreciate you being, um, on my show this morning and, uh, taking the time out from your busy schedule to, always come in and have conversation with me and and I certainly I certainly appreciate that. I 
always enjoy it. And that noise you hear in the background is me sharing my vitamins and my orange juice. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. Okay, so that's your that's your your other start for the day. My vitamins, my old days. Okay, and I'm feeling good, so now I can go out and deal with the day. All right then. Well, that's that's what we want to hear. So thank you for listening to me out there, my my audience. I love talking with you. I will be talking with you in two more weeks about another fabulous topic. I hope and pray that you are all well and that um, you you're striving to do the best to help yourself and help others. This is Teresa E. Keys. Have a great one. <laughs>